0: You're listening to the Australian Army Training and Doctrine Podcast. Welcome to this short series of podcasts featuring experiences on the ground at the Warrant Officer and Non-Commissioned Officer Academy here at Wing in Queensland. In this episode, I'll be talking to one of the trainees, Warrant Officer Class 2, Carl Hemberg. So tell us about the course that you're attending here.
1: So currently I'm attending the uh, RSMS course, which sets us up for our future appointments as RSMs. Conducted over a four-week period, and the last week which we're on now, we integrate with the pre-command course.
0: And tell me a bit about your background and how you came to be here.
1: So, I spent my whole time in infantry over the last 20-odd years. Served in four different infantry battalions and an armed reserve battalion, and a number of structural postings over those years also.
0: What then were you hoping to achieve by coming on this course?
1: I think when you come on this course, you're pretty much grounded in a way of experience. Certainly, I found that I was pretty much grounded as in my experience in the infantry battalion, uh, also in structural postings in the all-core environment. I've instructed on someone for warrant officer here before and had some exposure to the RSM's course previously. So that set me up for a good grounding for the course. But I think what you get out of the course mostly is the mentoring from the instructors, which is the best part.
0: So talking about your experiences first as a trainee, mm-hmm. what have you learnt during the RSNs course while you've been here?
1: I think the biggest thing, one Officer Webb did the military justice system and there was a number of things there, I think, that a lot of us learnt during that. And it was just more of a polishing of what we already knew, because depending on what job you do in the Army, and currently I'm a CSM in a rifle company, so I have a a lot of exposure to military justice, but just rounding off that exposure, which was quite good, yeah.
0: So what's the teaching style here, and have you found that it's worked in terms of your own personal learning style?
1: Once we've done a period of instruction or several periods of instruction, uh, then we'll conduct syndicate discussions, where you get experiences from the individual people in the course itself because we've all had different experiences on different subjects, though you get more mentoring then from your syndicate leader, which is currently a a warrant officer who's just come out of a RSM's appointment, which is always good to hear their side of how to do things because if we hear, hey, this is what happened and this is what I did to fix it, well, we're learning from their experiences. We're not going to make, hopefully not going to make that same mistake. Or if that mistake happens, we know how to fix that mistake, which is good.
0: So is it largely through that exchange of experiences and anecdotal and narrative style of learning that you find you're able to truly reinforce what you're learning through the PowerPoint presentations?
1: I believe that's correct, yeah. It's in a more relaxer environment too because, you know, in the theatre, you've got 30 you've got people just listening, belt fed information. But then when you're in that syndicate, smaller group, it brings out the whole highlights, the points that we've just been taught in the subject itself.
0: What about your preparation before you came here? How important was that in terms of setting you up for success?
1: So there's an extensive pre-course package. The pre-course package is nothing new that we really don't know. So what sets you up best for the course, and especially like myself, I can only talk about myself, is my own personal experiences. So where I have exposure to the military justice system all the time. You know, I'm always doing ceremonial parades because that's the nature of being an entry battalion. So my personal experience has been in an entry battalion for the last three years has greatly assisted me on this course. The mentoring that was being given to us, but not just by the instructors on the course, but by every visiting warrant officer on the course. So either be, you know, another WO one or Div RSM or the Forces Command RSM, they've all given us us something to take away from the course. And I think that's the best part about it.
0: Thinking perhaps also about your instructor roles that you've performed Mm -hmm. also here at the academy, what do you think makes a good instructor?
1: Best instructor is the person that can part his knowledge or her knowledge. That's the best part. You know, if someone's just quoting doctrine to you the whole time, I can read doctrine. So... Why do I need to have an instructor who just quotes me doctrine when I can just read that doctrine? The best instructor is the person that parts the knowledge and mentors you through a situation or an activity. I think that's the best.
0: And reflecting back on your experiences here in that instructor role, what did you learn from that in terms of your own personal and professional development at the time?
1: I think you understand better yourself because it's easy for me to tell a private soldier or a corporal or a sergeant, you are to do this. Then they just do it because of my rank. But that doesn't necessarily work on a course, like an all-core environment, because sometimes people want to know why I'm doing something. So you have to take that time to explain to people why they're doing it and then how they do it instead of me just telling them I want you to do it, which is something that I learnt pretty early as an instructor in a all-core environment.
0: So tell us about the role you'll be taking on next year which led to you being on the course here.
1: So I've been given the privilege of being the Regimental Sergeant Major of 16 Royal Regiment Australian Regiment. I'm looking forward to that role. It comes with a bit of apprehension because though you get all these lectures and people tell you this is what you should do and how we get about doing, but to actually done that role or you actually started that role. I feel I don't know how I'm going to go in that role to have actually started it. I mean, I can have all the experiences in the world, but if none of those experiences lead me down the right path to being an RSM in a unit, well, I'll have to learn on the job again. But I am looking forward to it because it's a culmination in my career that a lot of soldiers aim for and not all of us get there, so it's good to be there.
0: Has this course helped you to prepare?
1: Yes, again, like I've previously said before, the mentoring we received all the way through, but not only the mentoring from the instructors, but, you know, the diversity of other students or trainees on the course allowing us to learn from other members on the course too, which is good. So I think it set me up well.
0: And given where you're at in your career... Do you think having had that combination of instructor roles behind you, in addition to obviously now doing the course here yourself, has that in part set you up for becoming an RSM?
1: I think not just those two things. I think it's your whole career set you up because, you know, after you spend 20 odd years in the army, you get a new RSM every two years. So you get to learn from someone new every two years. That may be a a good learning experience or maybe a bad learning experience, but it's all a learning experience. So either that's a good thing, I'll put that in the bank for later on, or, hey, that's the wrong way to do it, and that's not the way I'm going to do it. So it's not just that this course and then when I've instructed on this course before, it's my whole lifetime in the Army that I'm learning from.
0: And from that experience, what do you think makes a good candidate for an RSM?
1: First up, I think Compassion especially when i first joined the army you know a number of years ago it was always just do it because i'm telling you to do it but there was no really well i can't really do that because you know i've got my family situation or you know i've got this situation whatever where well, that was never taken into account i think now compassion and fairness is to understand someone's personal situation before making a decision is a major point But on saying that also, I've always found that, yeah, you always take those into account, but at the end of the day, I get paid to make decisions and I get paid to make someone do something. So, yes, I take those into account, but for the better good of the army, you just do it because I'm telling you to do it because I know the bigger picture and the bigger picture is army or the bigger picture is the unit. But I think fairness, compassion is something that uh, or two major things and also leading by example. I think leading by example, you're the most senior soldier in that unit either. So every soldier in that unit will be looking up to myself or, you know, the other RSMs. And if you don't lead by example, and it comes down to small things, it might be coming down to, you know, like lacing your boots properly. I mean, it sounds small, but if a private soldier sees, hey, well, you know, the RSM doesn't lace his boots properly, well, I'm not lacing my boots properly. And it starts with small things. So you've got to lead by example. You know, and then that's not just your dress, but I think also being physically fit and looking the part. You don't have to come first in all your physical activities, but you don't come last. you know. So you've got to lead by example in that way too.
0: So in terms of those qualities that you've raised mm-hmm. there, does this course, the RSM's course at Wonko Academy, assist in reinforcing those?
1: I think you either have that or you don't have it. I think you've got to have that mentality at the start. And if you don't have that, those character traits, well, I don't think you can pick them up in you know, between now and the time we start our appointment. So that's like a six weeks time. It, that, you're not gonna change who you are in six weeks. So I think through my experiences in the army, good or bad, it allowed me to have those traits. Hopefully I'll be successful.
0: And final question for other candidates, rather future RSMs who will be attending the course here. What's your advice to them in terms of how they should approach the course and perhaps what preparation they should undertake?
1: I think, firstly, the pre-course that you do is sufficient to get you onto the course. It's a good starting point. So I think before coming on the course, do the pre-course, but don't stress coming on the course. It's not an overly hard course. I think if you put the work in, you'll get the results for them.
0: Warrant Officer Class 2, Carl Hemberg, thank you very much. To hear more about the training underway here at the Academy, listen to other podcasts available on the Cove. The web address is www.cove.org.au. I'm Captain Sharon Maskeldare. Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced
1: by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia.